recent Rushmore. Yeah, the recent Rushmore yeah, of the greatest uh, Husker quarterbacks of all time. Since 1998. Yes. So, Eric Crouch. Yes. Uh, Taylor Martinez. Yes. Uh, um, Tommy Armstrong. Tommy Armstrong yeah. And uh, Zach, Zach Taylor. Taylor. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I got no problem with that. Joe Gans is honorable mentionally good. Yes. And is, I, that I, and is that a word? Is that a word? Big fan. <laughs> big fan of Joe Gans, and yeah. I can see that. And I, I, yeah. I like the way you, you gave me a lot of detail. Yeah. And I think about those times because I am a J-Sker for sure. Yeah. And um, I think we're right, bro. I think we got it right. Okay. Hey, let us know what you think. Who do yeah, you think definitely. is on the Mount Rushmore of um, the uh, modern-day Husker quarterback? Yeah, the recent Rushmore. So you're talking about 1998 and forward. All right, welcome to the Let It Fly show. I'm Michael Samir. The guy next to me, of course, Josh Jones, Creighton University and Central High School. This is the part where the king pops down the audio. Yeah, too, right. That's a little loud. <laughs> we are recording, of course, in the podcast studio here. Let it fly in the Capitol District. Good, you know, I know everything's good, Val. Yeah, I'm not just messing good. with you, man. We, we are here in the world-famous podcast studio inside the it's Let beautiful. It Fly Sports Bar uh, in the Capitol District. It's been over about a month now. Yeah. You know, we took a little time off. We did all those shows on the College not World Series. Not a hiatus, just time off. Yeah, because we did all those shows on the yeah. College World Series in a row. Right. And now we're back on our regular routine. What, what, what's one new, week. man? What's new? Well, I was going to ask you. Oh, you, man. you got new information. <laughs> I'm just living the same life every day. You, you got yeah. the big news. What you got? I got a baby on the way. Nice. Yeah, man. I don't know what it is. Good. You don't need to find out. You know, yeah. it's going to be one or the other. Yeah, and I'm... <laughs> it's it's and not, not going to be a big And I'm not tripping. Uh, yeah. I will hope it's a girl. Because I got yeah, a you already got a boy. Yeah. Yeah, but genetically yeah. speaking, yeah. my dad got a lot of boys in the I understand. family. I understand. My brother got a lot of boys. Yeah, I know. You know, you never know. You never know how it is. Listen, if you really want me to explain it to you, I will. Because you know I was a I was a biology minor. Um, so it's all about the temperature of a particular <laughs> Yeah, I got friends it's, talking it's, about it's, marinating. It's all about that. it's, yeah, it's about man. the temperature, yeah, the time. We, we talk the, about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So that it, however that works out, it works out. That's yeah. how it goes. Uh, that's pretty cool. For sure. Awesome. Um, yeah, you had a birthday. I did. I had a birthday. Turned fifty-four years happy old. Belay- well, on I said June happy 25th. birthday, yep, but yep. happy belated yep. to everybody. I went to, to, I went to New Orleans, there. and we were gone for a for week sure. or whatever. So yeah. but now we're back every week. We'll have a podcast. Yep. Uh, Caleb Pyfram's going to join us out of Central. Ended up choosing Illinois yep. for his school. But, I've been you known know, him a long time. Yeah, man. you know his dad. Yep. of course. Creighton, Creighton uh, played for Coach Aubman. Nice from the Bahamas. Yeah. So everything you need to know about the sports bar, we talk about it all the time. Great TV views. Great food. Yep. Um, of course, a great atmosphere. And, and one thing we're going to do every week yeah. is we're going we're gonna to highlight something on the menu. Well, let me that start I, that right I like. now. You want to go first? Okay, yes, you go sir. First. It's called a 22-ounce bone-in ribeye. Well, yeah, that's good, too. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> now, now that's, that's, that's a little pricey for, yeah, for me. Yeah. I got six jobs, but that's still. <laughs> no, listen, I know it's the highest quality beef you're going to get. I know that. Why? Omaha State. Rub with sea salt, yep. with fresh cracked pepper, grilled over a wood fire. Served with roasted garlic cloves and your choice of steak sauce, truffle butter, that's me right here, or red wine peppercorn. So go to your original choice. Well, what I was going to say is there just you something you know, a little more affordable for me personally <laughs> is the jalapeno and Mike's Honey pizza. Oh, my gosh. Mike's Honey, hot honey, is all over the country now. It's just sweeping the country. It's in all kind of different dishes. But this way, it's on a pizza. Right. Delicious pizza. Uh, it's 12 bucks. It's awesome. Right. And from so my perspective, yeah. um, just especially from the food, food uh, price point, yeah. I think uh, the way the bar is lit is an exclusive vibe. Yeah. And it's something for everybody out well, there. It's, it really is the atmosphere of yeah. the place. Uh, you come here when it's packed. Yep. There's still plenty of places to be able to see what you want to see. We have so much seating. 
inside and outside. Right. That even when it's packed, it doesn't feel like you're, yep. you know, in a claustrophobic yep. situation. And what's cool is yeah. all you got to do is go to that bar and request what you want to watch. And they'll put it on a TV? We'll put it on a TV. They got enough choices. Yeah, right. It's ridiculous. You got 80 TVs. You <laughs> it's, know? A, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so that, obviously, this time of July, not a lot going on local right. sports-wise. It's supposed to be TBT. Yeah. But we'll be back 2024 for the Omaha Blue Crew, Creighton Alumni's basketball team. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm probably not going to watch that. But anyway, um, <laughs> what, the, what is going on, though, is recruiting. Yes, Nebraska sir. has been recruiting like crazy. We thank them providing a little bit of daily news. Yeah. Over the course of about a month, it felt like every day. Yeah. They're sitting there right now, ranked 20th in the country. That's kind of cool. In recruiting. Yeah. And fifth in the Big Ten. Yeah. They've got six in-state kids. Yep. And they've got another five guys. Is it five? Seven, seven from Texas. Seven. Seven from Texas. Yeah. So they got that group going. And, of course, Daniel Kaline's a four-star. Yep. They got him. Uh, Devion Hall yep. uh, out of Bellevue West is a four-star as well. And then Carter Nelson, who I know we're going to eventually have on the show, yep. second-ranked tight end in the country out of Ainsworth. It's going to be eight-man to Big Ten football. Right. I don't think – I hope that people don't have too many expectations for him initially. Yeah. He's a great athlete. Right. And being a great athlete is going to help. But he's going from playing eighth yeah. man in Ainsworth, Nebraska, yeah. to playing That's Big, big it's, Ten football. It's, it's, it's a big difference. It is a big difference. So just don't – I don't – I hope that people don't expect him to come in here and all of a sudden be starting a yeah. tight end. Um, but that 2024 class is really coming along. Right. Um, I'm excited about it because of the Omaha kids. Yes. I mean, like – Like I said, six Omaha kids. We have talent. And outside of the Omaha kids, I think it's dope that we got other guys that's going to contribute. Mm -hmm. But I know what we got in Omaha. And so with that being said, I feel like uh, I give us higher hopes than what I did before. Yeah. Knowing we'd be better with just the just the move. I mean, we haven't played a game, so you know we don't want to drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, sure. But I mean, with the energy that we uh, Coach Rule started with, mm -hmm. going and recruiting in all facets yeah. and crevices of uh, um, of Nebraska. Yeah. Landing the Omaha kids also, mm -hmm. it just really shows that, like, he's taking the right steps. And um, he's kind of like, he must be listening to the people because the yeah. people have been preaching this for years. Well, it's funny. You look at the, the, the trifecta they're getting from Bellevue West, yeah. right? Isaiah McMorris, Devion Hall, as I mentioned, and, of course, Daniel Kaline. These are all guys who this year could really blow up. Bellevue yep. West and Westside, at least before the season started, are your favorites. Yep. They're one, two, whatever order Bellevue you want to West put them in. Bellevue West West Side, by the way, too. They do. They do they a couple do. times now. For sure. And so that's going to be a hell of a matchup whenever it happens. But those three guys could put up huge numbers this year. Yep. And you already got them committed. Now, there's a chance if they would have not been committed going in their senior year and really blew up, you never know. Maybe somebody comes in here and swipes one of your guys. But getting all three of them, getting them committed, get them in there, it's a big thing. I can't wait. It's huge. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the season with the guys who are there. And then, of course, the 2024 kids where they end up going and, and how that works out as well. Coming up, speaking of a 2024 kid, Caleb Pfeiffer is going to join us yep. on the show. And we're going to chat with him about his choice to go to Illinois. Yep. Which – so Carter Nelson chose to go to Nebraska. That's Correct. great for him. He's from Nebraska. Yep. But think about it. You're a tight end. You want to go to the NFL. You do. It's been a long time well, since Nebraska. And they had a reputation for a while. Yeah. You had guys like Junior Miller. You had really good guys who were really talented and went on to the league and played tight end. But Nebraska hasn't had that. that. Don't got a history I always had multiple ones like Correct. that. Minnesota. Purdue's had it. Minnesota's had it. Minnesota. So I could see right. Carter Nelson making a choice to say, I want to go someplace else because I think that can get me to the league. But that's what Caleb Pfeiffer did. Exactly. He said, you know what? I can get to the league going to Illinois. Exactly. Maybe better than Nebraska. So right. that's why I chose And the thing is. Don't hold um, it against him. The thing is, um, I'm, I'm learning now that 
um, there's actually work behind the decisions. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, I just kind of feel like the kids are putting in the work and they're making the decisions, not just thinking NFL. Yeah. They just, I think it's the right choice. Every decision yeah. is different. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to get away. Right. Sometimes you don't want to be in Omaha anymore. You don't want to be in Nebraska anymore. You, you want to get away. Yeah. Sometimes it involves, you know, you have these kids who grew up maybe in the military or whatever yeah. else traveling. Right. Like, from spending time in South Carolina. Exactly. Sometimes in that situation. Yeah. You, you, you want to try to go other places. Yeah, you want for to do other sure. things. And sometimes they have so many guys at that position yeah. that you have to think to yourself, well, am I going to play right away? Right. Or if I go someplace else, can I play right away? Correct. So there's a lot of reasons And for it. also I'll say this. With the energy that Coach Rule is putting into it, yeah. it actually like validates what you say now. Because I feel like before when people were leaving, it's like I can see why you left. Sometimes, yeah. You know, but yeah. now it's like – I got to ask you why you left, especially yeah. with the new momentum that's I, coming. I'll tell you one thing. Daniel, you know? Daniel Kaline is, is unique because there's a lot of kids out there from this area who are disappointed when Nebraska doesn't get on them right away. Right. Right? And don't give them enough attention early. Right. And a school that gets right away, Illinois again with Caleb Piper, yeah. you see why they make the choice. Now, on the other hand, Daniel Kaline respected that Nebraska wanted to keep trying to recruit right. one of the top quarterbacks in the country, so he was cool with that and came yeah. back. But there are other young men. Right. We're in the state that are very disappointed that the other coaching staff didn't recruit yeah, them sure. early. Yeah, I mean, and they hold against them. Yeah, and the thing is, um, you don't got no, you don't got no choice but to hold them against them, just yeah. because I feel like if they, if you feel like they don't even want you at home, where yeah. your, where is your hope? At? Yeah, why aren't you paying attention to me? Right. And I'm, I'm right down the block yeah. from you. So yeah. you can't even use the phrase "you can always come back home" because even if, I'll give you a great example. So Ryan Nemhart, let's basketball. Yeah, Ryan Nemhart transferred. Chucky Hepburn um, is not, to me, I felt like he could probably play in creating the system. Oh, sure. You know? He like play hands, any system. Hands down. Any system, yeah. But the thing is, uh, he didn't get that love from Creighton that he wanted in the beginning. And I, and I feel like uh, if, it, um, if there was ever any consideration of leaving Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you know, to try to, to elevate to – because some people live good situations for greater. Sure. He wouldn't look back at Creighton because he didn't feel that love in the beginning. Yeah, you, you got to respect the bounce back now. Yeah. It's a big part. So when you're recruiting these guys, you can't just blow it off and go, well, he doesn't fit us now. So right. you got to think to yourself, maybe in a couple years, he doesn't like where he's going. Exactly. And he comes back to us. Yeah, and it's then he's very possible. Yeah, Every sport yeah. the portal was open. Big time. Uh, the big story, of course, this week yep. was the story of what's happening at Northwestern. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, with the coach. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a situation, and it's, it's uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Because so can, when can you, you read the story. Can you kind of break it down? Sure. So, obviously, Pat Fitzgerald is now out at Northwestern. Yep. Um, there was a six-month-long investigation. Third party. So the school didn't do it. It wasn't someone related to them. They went out and got a third-party organization. Right. They came in there, and they interviewed, and they did all that stuff. And in the end, they said, yes, there was some interesting type of hazing happening. Right. We know it happened. But we don't believe the head coach sponsored it, knew it was happening or anything. So He just turned his blind eye. We're going to give him two weeks unpaid suspension because he probably should have known. So we're going to do that. So then after they issue the ruling of two weeks, suspended, no pay. Right. Everybody's like, wait a minute. You got former players who start coming out and saying, no, 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 no. He knew he was doing this clap thing in practice to point out the kids who should be, who should receive the strecking, as they called it. Right. Another kid sends a picture of a whiteboard that had the strecking list on it and different things about that. You know, they had all that on it. And then the stories start coming about, this is all from the Northwestern student-led newspaper, yeah. stuff starts coming out about how, you know, 
there was some sexual stuff involved with it where they were making guys get wow. nude and having to go through these lines where people were, were all soaped up. Just strange Just type of things. Strange type yeah. of so hazing. So I'm going to give you an example yeah. of, the, of how strange it is. First of all, the Northwestern president who initially gave the two-week suspension yeah. after hearing all of this and learning more said, this afternoon I informed head coach Pat Fitzgerald that he would be relieved of his duties effective immediately. The president, Trill, admitted that he felt that he made a mistake the first time. He said they have 11 current or former Wildcat players that came forward and said the hazing has been ongoing and the hazing was systematic dating back many years. Dang. And remember, Fitzgerald's been there 17, 17 years, years as a head coach. Right. He was a linebacker's coach and then a player before that. Right. So he's been there forever. And so because of that, Trill said there was forced participation, nudity, sexualized acts of degrading nature. All of those, of course, violated the school policy, of course. Right. Matter of fact, they violate some laws, too. Yeah. So that's a possibility. Right. Um, and he said because of that, he had to make the decision now that I made a mistake. I'm going to correct it by letting go Respect. one of the longest tender, tenured coaches in the Big Ten. Right. Um, Fitzgerald came back out and basically said, without saying it, there will be lawyers. Right. I am going to sue. He says that they came to a decision to do the two-week suspension. That was an agreement. And so he then, thought it was like a breach? He thought, he thought the agreement was breached. Yes, he said uh, in a statement, he said he's retaining legal counsel and that he intends to take the necessary steps to protect his rights. Dang. So there will be lawyers involved. Dang. But then on top of all of that, yeah. so you have a 17-year head coach who has taken Northwestern the heights really they hadn't re really reached before, except when he was a player then, they went to the Rose Bowl. Right. Then information comes out about the first-year baseball coach. Dang. And some of the... The I didn't know about this one. He was created. Okay, so this yeah, comes I, from I didn't know about the, the this story baseball. again from the newspaper there at the school and yeah. 670 the score. They said that Jim Foster created a toxic environment that ran off coaches, mm. broke in the spirit of the team, and led human resources investigation by the university regarding his alleged bullying and verbally abusive behavior. Nine different sources told 60, 670 the score radio station there yep. in Chicago about what was happening. Foster discouraged players from seeking medical attention for their injuries, made racially insensitive comments, and made an inappropriate comment to a female staff member. Northwestern's doing an internal investigation of the whole thing as well to try to figure out exactly what's happening. This story obviously is not yeah. going away. Yeah. So and now they're probably going to interview every sports team. Yeah, you got to check on everybody. Everybody. Um, I know the basketball program has done okay and yeah. they're doing okay. You don't hear much about that. Right. But the baseball program, the football program are kind of a mess right now. Wow. And I. I like to say I feel for Northwestern, but yeah. it, it sucks to be in that situation. Although if this stuff is true, like even with the football team, there was a lot of discussion, and this happened with Iowa as well, Yeah, where there was this mainstreaming of African-Americans or um, Hispanics or whoever came in that weren't white. Right. They were saying that they were saying, well, you have to be more like this. You can't have long dreads. You can't have, have braids. You can't. Yeah. You got to look more like can't the Northwestern, have... the Wildcat way. Um, first of all, I don't think that's healthy for your program. Nah. I don't think it is. It, right. I think Iowa kind of proved yeah. that it, it created an environment where the black players or the minority players felt lesser. Right. And then left or yeah. whatever. Because, bro, there's a fine line between uh, a culture. Oh, yeah. A sure. lot of times yeah. when coaches recruit players, they want a certain style of player, yeah. a certain type of character of a player. Mm -hmm. But that's a fine line. Because I remember, I mean, when I went to Creighton yeah. from Central, from North Omaha, 
It was a culture shock. To oh, me. sure, I bet. Yeah. So, yeah. like, as mm. I'm listening to that, as mm. a former student athlete, I'm thinking mm. like, this goes beyond because of what I'm everything I'm hearing. This yeah. just goes beyond the the moral um, like standard of what the university wants to have is, is it has nothing to do with like um, identity of a, a program. It's more about a. Uh, it's a it's a it's a racial thing, man. Yeah, well, here's my thing. If, yeah. if they tell you, I can't like, find the words. For example, if you're going to Creighton and play baseball, yeah, they tell you, right? Coach Service says, I don't want mustaches. Yeah, I don't want beards. I don't want long hair. Right. If you tell me that before I commit, right, then I have the choice. Okay, well, I'm gonna go someplace else. Right. But if Northwestern did not tell these guys, or Iowa did not tell these guys, yeah. that you have to conform to look a certain way, right. then they get there, and all of a sudden you're saying, well, no, I'm sorry, you can't do these things, you didn't tell right. me ahead of time, then that's wrong. And then if it's only targeting one group of people, that is what racism is. Yeah. That's what prejudice is. Yeah. That's what bigotry is. Yeah. So for sure, all of that happening, yeah. and especially now in 20... 20- that's not even healthy for your program. No, no doubt. Yeah, because I mean, social media. You're, and you're I running, you be running guys off. It's yeah, easy right, to leave yeah. now. There's a lot of things that is accepted in yeah. America. Yeah. For that to be happening, and I gotta uh, kind of not retract my statement, but go mm. back and say when I was at Creighton. Yeah. I'm not saying that they couldn't say because I, I had cornrows at Central. No, I know. You yeah. know, so it wasn't nothing like that. It was just like, hey, like, um, standardly, like on campus, you like you you just gotta act and conduct yourself a certain type of way. No, I, and I you know, know, yeah, your yeah. responsibility, you, your family, and the school. That's what it your was. Team. That's yeah. what it yeah. was. It wasn't yeah. nothing, nothing like this. Look, we've all had it. Yeah. I remember talking. You even to, got through that in places of business. Yes, well, definitely. Well, I have yeah. to remember talking about Mickey Joseph with this. Yeah. Mick, Mick went to a, a primarily African-American middle school okay. in New Orleans, a, yep. kind of a grammar school. And then his dad was like, you know what? I want you to be around everybody. So he sent him to a primar- primarily white high school yeah, in sure. Shaw. And he said it. it was like, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know how to handle myself. But That's you know how what? I felt when I first went to Creighton. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good thing because yeah. you're going to have to be in different situations. Exactly. And you want inclusion yeah. and diversity. Right. Some people don't believe this. Yeah. I don't know why. It's important. It is. It's important for your kid to look up and go, oh, I can be Amen. that because I see this right. person. And it's important for us to have a diverse right. group so and you know that, about everybody. Yeah, that's why I love Central High School so much. And it's incredibly diverse. The, the yeah. epitome. The only one that's more diverse in terms of cultures mm-hmm. and races, I believe, is Burke. It is. I believe Burke has the most, yeah. but Central's next. And I, yeah. I think it's perfect that way. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. so I, I, I get it. Yeah. It's tough. I feel bad for the, um, the students and the families of yes. Northwestern. Yep. As I think about all the young athletes we interview. I mean, you go to these, you, you do these official visits, you fly out, you depend your life in the investment of your next four years, yeah. three, whenever you're able to take a step to go pro, if that's an opportunity for yeah. you. you. You trust these schools with your kids, and you hear stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's... But you know, man, they put their best face on during the recruiting. You're right. It's like going on that first date. For sure. They're, again, as Chris Rock said, you're not dating him. You're yeah, dating his representative. Yeah. You're, you're dating <laughs> everything good about him. Exactly. Eventually, that stuff will come out. Yeah, right. All right, we'll take a break. Of course, we'll come back with Caleb Pyfram with our interview, the Central High School Offensive Tackle, next here on Let It Fly Show. All right, welcome back to Let It Fly Show. Interview time. Our guest, of course, attends the best high school in all of the city and probably the state as well. Kalen Pye from joining us, of course, Omaha Central offensive lineman. Welcome. We appreciate it. Yep, thank you for having me. Congratulations on your decision, first of all. Oh, yeah, choose Illinois. Uh, tough decision, hard? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't that hard. Me, me and my father talked about it a lot after all the official visits. It seemed like a pretty good decision. Where are you? Where all did you go? 
Official, official visit. Went to Nebraska, Minnesota, and Illinois. Okay, so we got to talk about um, the Huskers. What was it? Uh, you said it wasn't hard. What was it about Nebraska that I guess you could say turned you off? Pause, or didn't turn you, know? you on enough. There you go. Yeah, that sounds better to me. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing that they didn't uh, like turn me off about them. It's just the development of linemen that Illinois' history has. Yeah. With Brett Boy. Bielema. And so you just, did your homework. He just puts people in the league and felt like that was the best place to go. For yeah. sure. An opportunity, I'm assuming you you want to play tackle. Yeah. I'm sure some places may look at you as a guard. Was it was it what they told you they thought you'd be? Yeah, they thought I would be a tackle at Illinois. And they mostly saw me as, as a guard in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. That's understandable. There's more money out there at OT. Mm-hmm. Right. What's, 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 your, what's your 40 time? Uh, I haven't timed it in a while. I, the last camp I went to, they only timed the 10. And they didn't give us the results for that. So I really actually don't know. Notice is if he's running 40 yards, something went horribly wrong yeah. normally because somebody got picked <laughs> off or he gave up a sack. He's chasing somebody down. Yeah. <laughs> we need to run 40 yeah. fast anywhere. Yeah, not yeah. just that. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. be doing that. Uh, let's let's talk about Illinois because Champaign is, a, is an interesting town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of in a way, kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's a good size one. What was it about the town and that experience you liked? I mean, I like the community that they had there. I got to meet a lot of the team. Mm-hmm. I got a lot to meet a lot of office alignment. We could just hung out with them. Yeah. I feel like it would be a good fit. Like, I fit with a lot of the people that was down there. Play right away or a depth chart situation where you're okay a, with working it up? Mm. So, uh, he, he talked to me a lot about, like, recruiting me to try and play early. Okay. That's the kind of vibe that he was giving me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as you were doing your official visits, were you wagering where you are at now versus where you want to be and being okay with a situation if you had to play your way up? And compete to be somebody out, or you wanted to, or was this based upon just information that you could potentially play right away? I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of about like the potential of uh, could possibly play right away. I know I'm gonna have to work for it, I know I'm gonna have to beat some people out either way I do it, but the best opportunity, yeah, gotcha. Taylor Piper joining us here on the Let It Fly show. Talk a little bit about how Nebraska recruited you, though, this new staff. Because yeah. I'm sure it started before they got here, but how did Matt Rule and those folks do in terms of recruiting you? I'm sure they actually they picked it up more than the old staff. I bet. Mostly with the old staff, I was only talking to Keith Williams, but then I started to talk to uh, Omar, and then I talked to uh, Keith Still and mm-hmm. Coach Riola, and they started to pick it up after, like, when the new staff came in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you got an opportunity to go down there. Was there any – so if you had a second decision, would it have been Nebraska? Yeah. I'm just trying to see about – because the biggest thing we always talk about is what does it take for the hometown team to retain its talent? You know, so yeah, I, just, sure. I just really want to know personally, like, was that like a second choice, but it came down to what you just said, or was it like just one of the numbers? Uh, it really just it just came down to Nebraska and Illinois. Okay, and yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I can see Minnesota. You're talking about guys going to the league. Mm-hmm. They're always producing offensive linemen in Minnesota, so I can see yeah. that as well. And it's been a while since Nebraska's really been successful. You know, the Alex Lewis's and the Nick Gates and stuff, but not at a high level, not a first or second, third round pick. So mm-hmm. I, I can understand that because you're looking at your future, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about Orange? Okay, it's not easy to match. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Mets fan, so I like Orange. I'm a Syracuse fan. I like Orange. A lot of people like orange. You a big orange fan? I mean, yeah, it's all right. It's like, I like the color. I like, I like yeah. orange. He like, like, orange. Yeah, anywhere I can play, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, give you, they don't give you gear for free. Yeah. You take it. So um, both, my, both my kids go to Central. My, yeah. my oldest is a, a senior. My youngest is now a freshman. And I went to a couple games last year, okay. and it was tough. Yeah. You guys, yeah. uh, I went to the Elkhorn South game, and they had so much size. And you guys are obviously rebuilding. What was it like? trying to keep your head up and play hard when you guys are struggling the way you were? I mean, I really just put my head down and just grind it for myself. For sure. Because 
you know, as long as long as I'm doing my best, as long as I'm trying my best, doing my job, then like my name's gonna get out there. Yeah. So yeah. you wasn't thinking like, man, like, like blaming your team or say we not good or any of those negative things. You just know I got this goal. I'm gonna do my best to try to get us there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And of course, I, I still wanted the team to succeed, but like when we're not mm-hmm. succeeding and. I could just focus on myself, get the job done for like for mm. like myself. Caleb, how much do you think uh, what happened with COVID hurt, and not just Central, but the schools in Omaha yeah. not being able to play football? Mm-hmm. You guys lost a ton of people going to other schools outside the district. How much do you think it hurt you guys? Yeah, it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot because when we couldn't play, I couldn't play my freshman year. Like, no, nah, that sucked. I took like a whole year of development away from me, a whole little like year of weightlifting. And I think it hurt a lot of people. I think it hurt OPS a lot because, you know, like we haven't been that as successful as we were yeah. pre-COVID. So, Did you guys lose a lot of people from Central, from your class that ended up leaving and going to wherever? Uh, I don't know. I don't think we lost a lot from COVID because we guys, we still had that team after that was pretty – that should have been pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, but after that season, we did lose people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what? Are, so as you talk about COVID, let's go back to that. I know your dad really well. Right, your mm-hmm. dad's a for people who don't know, former Creighton player, center, six mm-hmm. yeah. ten. <laughs> Basketball is his thing. Yeah. You guys are from the Bahamas, mm-hmm. so tell me this. I know you was playing basketball growing up, mm-hmm. and I know you were uh, inspired because of your dad. But where did football come in the picture for you? Uh, well, I really started taking football seriously like the the summer before junior my junior year this dang past, this past that's year. not that long ago that's crazy yeah because yeah, yeah. you know yeah I, you're right i grew up playing basketball yeah. i grew up all around basketball and yeah i thought it was gonna be my thing until i wasn't as tall as i needed to be for sure to to like so, for for what yeah, like, your okay yeah, for yeah. your attributes yeah so did it hurt your dad's heart or i mean no, i know dad's yeah. supportive but no i didn't for sure yeah it's hard so yeah. um so you never played on a football team before your junior year? No, I had. I had. I played like in middle school. I played in uh, ele- like one year elementary school. So yeah, I've been around. Where'd you go to middle school? Uh, I went to Lewis and Clark for eighth grade. But Same was, place my kids went. Yeah, but That's I was cool. actually I was actually in South Carolina for sixth and seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where in South Carolina? Uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. I went to oh, Dutchman Creek. Middle South Carolina. Yeah, you know something about well, that. Well, at right? Fort Jackson, I was down there for a little while man. for some training and stuff, and nothing but running in the sand, man. There's yeah. nothing that builds your legs. Like running in the sand. I'm always inspired it by this guy. It will kill you, man. I, I consider him like an encyclopedia. <laughs> He's been everywhere I've, I've because been a lot of his places. career, I've been a but lot also places, because yeah. of his uh, personal hobbies, and he always got something to tell yeah. me. Let, yeah. me. let me ask you. So you said when you started playing football, were you always a lineman? Yeah. Oh, so I'm always a, a big I'm man. Always been a lineman. Always yeah. a big man. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. saw so sometimes you know the guy. Maybe you, you're a quarterback. You grow into it. Maybe you're a running back. You grow into it. But you just always been big. Nah, yeah, I've always been big. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get to go home? You mentioned the Bahamas. You guys uh, get to go home ever during Cra- the winter? Cra- Creighton going back. I mean, he, my, yeah. my, my, dad is, my dad is from Obama. I'm actually from Obama. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, do you do guys yeah, ever we, get a yeah, chance we, to yeah, go? Sometimes yeah, sometimes go I back, know. But, uh, this summer, I don't think I'm going to be able to because football training, but you yeah. think he's going back soon. I'd be trying to get out of yeah. there on the winter. For sure. Hit the yeah. Bahamas up. No, yeah, right. I went as <laughs> a, when thing. I played at Creighton. It was nice, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So tell me this. Um, you got one more year. Yeah. Uh-huh. With some goals. I mean, obviously, everybody want to win it all. Like... But for you yes. personally, what's leaving it all on the floor like or on the field for before you go to college? Well, I want to prove that uh, this year is going to be way better than last year. I mean, I've been yeah. looking at my tape last year, and I feel like I made so much more improvements to my game. And From I just, then to now? Yeah. I just, I just haven't been able to show it as much, and I feel like it's going to be a surprise how much better I've gotten. My- and another goal I want to reach is I want to be, I want to be a four or five star, and I there want you go. to go to – all-American game. 
Man. That'd be nice. It's possible. Here's yeah. all I ask you. Uh, my youngest is in the marching band. Mm-hmm. And every time you guys score, he gets to play, you know, the yeah. song. And so... You know, score some because he wants to play. Yeah, he's very man. excited yeah. about Come playing. On, Just score yeah. some. That's yeah. what he wants. He's like, you think we play a lot? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> but hopefully, hey, hopefully so you from, play a lot. From a, from a football perspective, who are some of your like inspirations? Like who mo- who gets you up on the highest level NFL? Yeah. Who's yeah. some people to get you up? Who's somebody in college that like you were aspiring to look at while you were coming up? And now that you're in Illinois. I guess it's a three-part question. Be, yeah. Are there any teammates that you got that's like kind of you tapped in with mm-hmm. trying to like get you encouraged to when you getting ready to come? Yeah, so on the NFL level, uh, obviously Trent Williams. Yeah. yeah. He was a beast. Yeah. He was probably the best in the league right now. Yeah. And then on the college level, I guess I watched some of – I can't remember. Is is Olu Olu Watimi? Oh, yeah. oh we, we, we interviewed yeah, we him. We interviewed him. Oh, yeah, yeah, when he came. Olu while Olu Watimi. Yeah, he, he, he won, won the Remington. Anyone the outlet. But look yeah. though, let me tell you something. He ain't even six five. Yeah. He's not a big dude. He's not a big. He's guy. probably gonna be a center. Yeah. I seen him. I was at the Outland yeah. Trophy presentation. I yep. got a picture with him. Come yep. on, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And he's, that's why this skillful. guy got some. He's skillful. He's skilled. So what about the? You talking about the relationships you're building with your class at Illinois? What's that like? Well, I've I've met some. I've met one lineman from the class, uh, from my class that's committed. Word. Uh, Brandon. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. I love that you watch the NFL. I meet so many young kids now that don't even, it's don't crazy. even watch. They don't watch. They don't their, watch. Their perspectives. The sport. only experience they have with it is like playing Madden. Mm-hmm. But you actually watch the game yeah, on Sundays. Yeah, I, I like to watch the NFL sometimes with my dad. Sometimes I'm just chilling at home. You guys Sunday. got a favorite team? I like the Vikings. He's a Cowboys fan. Oh. All right, man. Have that's you had a brutal. chance to go to the Cowboys stadium? That's brutal. No, Man. Cowboys don't. Yeah, wait, that's, you know, at least, at least the Vikings are nice people yeah. in general. You, know, you can't trust the Cowboys, <laughs> man. They're always doing crooked stuff, getting people in trouble. You know, you can't trust the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. So what about, um, so you get to Illinois. What's your, um, what's your mindset from, from day one? Have they talked about, yeah. like, like, what's the style of, not even necessarily style to play, but what's the workouts like, you know? Because I know for me, when I was playing basketball, getting recruited by Creighton, they talked to me about the regimens when they get up, how hard things go. Like, what about the coaching staff that can push you to your goals? You guys have long days. I mean, it seems like they, they do a lot of their conditioning, like, in the summer. They work on getting their shape, getting their technique right. And, yeah. and like, pretty much, like, getting the playbook down, like, with all the newer players hmm. and, getting with the, and just sharpening. The sharpening in the summer and then just executing yeah. in the, in the yeah. fall. The okay. one thing you know about Brett Bill and team, they're going to run the ball. Yeah. Man. They're going to run the ball. It doesn't Man. matter where he is, they're going to run the ball. So you'll be happy with you that. You looking forward to playing against the hometown team? Yeah, I feel like that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be interesting. Yeah. So you had a chance to go against some pretty defensive, good defensive linemen over these couple of years since you were at Central. Mm-hmm. Who would you say in the Metro gave you the biggest challenge? You can keep it real. Uh, hmm. Probably. But you went against, did we, was Maverick on your side when you were playing yeah, South? We played, yeah, we Maverick. But the one D-lineman from Gretna, I'm blanking, I'm blanking on his name, Corver Demma. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Corver yeah, Demma. He was, pretty, yeah. he was pretty good. Good okay. athlete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, but, you, what, but you handled him, though, right? Yeah. He was, <laughs> he, he, was, he was pretty good, though. Yeah. I liked, I liked him. What, nice. what jersey number do you want to get when you go to school? Sixty-six. Come on, man. See, I just want to see how you say it. Sixty-six. Yeah, for sure. Last thing before we let you go, um, in terms of things you like to do around Omaha when you're not you're not balling, you're not doing homework or school stuff. What do you like to do? Hobby stuff. I'm mostly just relaxing at home, recovering. So you're not on the game. 
I mean, yeah, I'll be on the game sometimes. Sure. I like to uh, solve Rubik's Cube sometimes. Yeah. Play, oh, really? Yeah. That shows a high level of intelligence. Sometimes play chess, stuff like that. Just chill yeah. at home. Chess and the Rubik's Cube, man. high level of intelligence. That's yeah. what so I believe that, too. I can't even get one side. Yeah. I tell you no what, chance. man, uh, something about him. So when I was a community center director at the Salvation yeah. Army, he used to play for Coach Daniel Archie. Mm -hmm. and the Basketball? Thing, yeah. Okay. The thing that I appreciated about him was his attention to detail. Anything coach said, it was always listening. Yeah, because yeah. he really wanted to get better. And because of him. Yeah, that too. But that's what dad is, though. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what dad is. For yeah, sure. Always, yeah. his his dad don't coach on the sideline. He watched and then after put his opinion on. So I respect that about you too. There you go. That's but like, man, I I gotta tell you, just from watching you, your dad used to send me pictures of you when you were um, out of town and you were just growing every year. Yeah. And then one year he was walking down the street in my neighborhood where my mom grew up. And I was like, man, you live around here? And then he said, yeah, my son back. I can't wait. <laughs> and look at you now, bro. Yeah, I got to awesome. say congratulations, awesome. yeah. my man. No doubt. Congratulations yeah, on luck. Illinois. And have a great season. Stay healthy. Yep, we will. appreciate it. Thank you. I want to thank Caleb for coming in, his dad as well. Yeah, hanging out that was with cool. Us. Man, pretty that awesome. was cool. Here's something else I want to do over these weeks leading up to the season. All right. Um, I want to have... I'm going to say recent, okay? Yeah. This is a recent Mount Rushmore. So a recent Ooh. Rushmore of Nebraska players by position. That's going to be our goal, right? Gotcha. So we'll start off with quarterback. Yep. And it's recent because people are going to go, well, where's Tommy Frazier? And where's – no, no. You mean like Taylor Martinez? I'm saying after Osborne. So basically 98 on, gotcha. we're going to put together a Mount Rushmore at each position. Of course, four spots on Mount Rushmore. That's how many we have. One is taken. Mm -hmm. Eric Crouch is locked in. My favorite Husker of all time. Really? Come on. Well, you know why? Because I think um, he was doing it at a time when I just got interested at trying to play sports on the highest level. Yeah. How old it, were you in 2000? Uh, in 2000, I was 11. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. your core. They're 10, 11, 12. Exactly. Yeah, when he was so playing, every yeah. time I watched him, I thought it was my mom would always tell me like, yeah, you know, he's from Omaha. Yep. You know, stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. so I felt, and I understood the Heisman was the highest level that you can get. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, from that point on, because I, I lived it with him as he was doing it, yep. he's my favorite. I mean, obviously, the Jet, you know, when I was younger. Because um, he was your neighborhood, too. Yeah, he's yeah. my he's neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. We, I know all about the Jet. Mm -hmm. But Eric Krause was right there at my time. You mentioned the Heisman. He also won the Davey O'Brien, which is your best quarterback, yep. and the Maxwell Award. Yes. He's locked in. So now. Exactly. You essentially have. Yeah. And it's hard to five follow Five or the, six guys. Yeah, it's hard to follow it up, though. For those, those final high, threes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so here, here's your choices. Okay, give me After yeah, that, here's your choices. So you got Zach Taylor. Mm. Now, it's essentially just really one year for Zach. Yes, he was there in 05 and 06, but really 06 was the year where he broke out. Right. He was still learning the offense. They but had some struggles yeah, It was a great year, though. At the end of the year, he was playing pretty well at the end of 05. Yeah. And of course, they won the Alamo Bowl. They beat Michigan. And then he had that 06 year. He was the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Yep. He really was the first since Ferragamo, a true passing quarterback at Nebraska. Right. Put up great numbers. Um, overall record was 17-9. and nine. Took his team to the Big 12 championship game. They lost to Oklahoma in a freezing um, Big 12 championship game in Kansas City. Uh, but he's, he's one option. Yep. Uh, Joe Gans. Joe Gans. Not a lot of starts. Three games at the end of 07. And then he had the season in 08. In 08. He set records in 18 different categories for Nebraska. Dang. He had yards per game, passing yards in a season. He had completion, total offense. All those he set his senior year in 2008. Right. And 
He threw for 67.9%, almost 68% completion rate. Yep. And he threw for over 3,500 yards and 25 touchdowns. And, of course, he took the team. It went to Clemson. They went and played Clemson in the Gator Bowl, and they beat Clemson. Yep. That, by the way, was Dabo's first Dab- year Yeah, at no, Clemson. At, at Clemson. So right. you, got, you got Zach Taylor. You got Joe Gans trying to fill out that last three. Yep. Then you have Taylor Martinez. That, yeah, that's why I was missing. 30 yeah. wins as a starter. <laughs> he is your total offense record holder at Nebraska, <laughs> which when he left. Yeah. And I'm getting passed up. Career passing yards record holder when he left. Career completion record holder when he left. Had a ton of records when he left. Yeah, why did I say Adrian? That happens. Don't worry about that. I did it many, many times. <laughs> why did I say Adrian? I called the other day on the radio. I was sitting in with somebody. I called <laughs> I called Chubba Purdy, Brock Purdy. I don't know. It yeah, happens. anyway, it I meant Taylor Martinez. Yes. So then you have... T-Magic. You have Tommy Armstrong. Yeah. He was good. And Tommy, it's funny because... I'm going to give you an example. So you're dating, right? Yeah. And there's this girl... And she's nice and everything, but you're like, you know what? There's probably better out there. Feel you. And then the next two you date are horrible. horrible. And you're yeah. like, you know that one three ago was pretty good. Yeah. That's where Tommy ended up being. Yeah. Because but that's I, you going back to a toxic ex, though. Yeah, it is. It you is. But me? you know, you can call it a toxic ex. But Tommy, while he was here, started 44 games. That's yep. the most in a Husker uniform yep. by any quarterback ever here. He left with career records for total offense, total touchdowns, passing yards, passing touchdowns. Went over 10,000 yards in total yards for Nebraska. There's only like three or four of the guys ever to do that. Yeah. Only 11 of them had done it in the Big Ten. But how much of that is because – well, winning matters, though. It so does, and he won more he won games, more obviously, games. than Adrian yeah, did. exactly, yeah. Uh, and then you have Adrian Martinez. But, but when you play, team. when you get more reps to start, sure. you get those opportunities. Yeah. And then I'm not have, knocking it, though. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying, funny thing about Tommy is that yeah. – and, and this is something you see happen a lot. A guy will be pretty good – but maybe he's not as good as the guy that came before you. I know. Yeah. But you think, oh, well, he's lesser because he's not. As-. Yeah, but what happens when you bring a guy in who's worse than both of those? And yeah. that's kind of what happened a bit. Yeah. So, And then you have Adrian. So we have Eric yep. locked in. Guaranteed. So we have three other spots. Yep. Zach Taylor. Yep. Joe Gans. Yep. Taylor Martinez and Tommy Armstrong. And then Adrian Martinez. So you have five guys for three spots. What do you think? Taylor Martinez. Taylor has to go on there. Yeah. Here's the thing about Taylor. That's why, yeah. 2012 was this crazy year where they had all the comebacks, and yeah. obviously it ended horribly in the Big Ten championship game because Wisconsin blew him out. Yeah. Couldn't stop the run. But if you look at him in that 2013 year, yeah. played the first three games, got hurt against UCLA, then missed. If he's healthy in 2013, I know. he puts up records that aren't touched at Nebraska. Yeah. But yeah. he wasn't. And there, and there was times I watched him play where I felt like he was better than his team. Yeah, there was times where he did Eric Crouch, where uh, he yeah, thought he I had know, to do everything, yeah, I know. even though he had some good running <laughs> yeah, backs behind him. Yeah. So I, I think Taylor's definitely on there. That's why I said So that, you got Eric sure. and Taylor. Yeah, he was the first one I thought of after Eric Crouch. Definitely. So this is your um, recent this exactly. is your recent Mount yeah, Rushmore. Um, yeah. I, uh, I also like Joe Gantz. See, I, I think in terms of the favorite one for me to watch, right. I really enjoyed watching Joe play yeah. because, you know, yeah. it's funny because he wasn't exactly – no offense, Joe. Overly athletic. No. But when he had to run, he right. would take off he did and run. What he had to do. He had those quick. Yeah. He kind of round his toes a little yeah, bit. Right. Kind of goofy. Yeah. But anyway. But he did he did things yeah. to move the chains. So I, I agree with you. I think Joe goes up there. Yeah. The problem is, is that if you compare Joe with one year in three games to Tommy Armstrong, who played in more games than any quarterback in the history of the program, now, let, okay. that's kind of hard. No, not really. What's, what was <laughs> what was the records? Well, Tommy had – so his freshman year would have been 2013 when Taylor got hurt. 
Right. And they finished with nine wins. Right. Um, in 2014, well, he was the quarterback, and they finished with nine wins. Right. In 2015, they took a step back, obviously, and went five, but they went to the bowl game, beat UCLA, so they got six wins. And then he was banged up at the end of his senior year. Yeah. But, you know, they ended up, they started off really well. They were up seven. They were seven and no to start the I season. I think you might be right, though. I, think, I, I mean, think if you're going, I yeah, think Tommy has to go that, up there. Because, I mean, because I feel like um, it's almost like the diaper dandy effect. You have one really good yeah. year, and that's memorable. Right. But, like, I wouldn't take Zion Williamson over uh, a Jason Williams. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like, Zion was spectacular at Duke. Yeah. But Jason Williams, like... Which, which Jason Williams? Uh, the point guard. White chocolate? Nah. Oh. Nah. <laughs> I was getting excited nah. for a second there. Um, nah. Yeah, but, so, yeah, so I, I get it. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, So I, I feel you. So I think, I think, so, Tom, I think so Tommy's the third I guy. I think Tommy's the third guy. I think Tommy's the third guy. I, I can respect that. Yeah. Even though I said, Joe, I can respect that. So we got Eric. Eric. We, we got uh, Zach Taylor uh, or uh, Joe Gans. Uh, wait, sorry. So Eric. It, Eric. Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Tommy. Yes. So you need to have to choose between Zach Taylor, Joe Gans, and Adrian Martinez. And because of the record of Adrian Martinez, because they never went to a bowl game and never had a winning season, I really, I think you got to move gotta him out of there. Out, yeah. And then you have to win go. Win matters. Here's win your matters. Zach Taylor took team to the big uh, 12 championship game. Right. Oklahoma was the offensive player of the year in the big 12. Right. And then you have Joe Gans, who put up incredible numbers for right. a team in 08. That was really changing everything over. Right. So it's between those two guys. By the way, really good friends. The guys are great friends. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I'm out here thinking about it too. It's crazy. <laughs> so you got you got Joe. Yeah. Or you got Zach Taylor for your fourth. I'm going with Zach Taylor. Okay. And, I'm going and, with and Zach, Zach Taylor. Led them a little yeah. bit farther because he went exactly. to the Big Twelve Championship game. I'm going with Zach game. Taylor. So you have that. So we go. So, so these are the top five modern. No four. Four. Because the Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore the Mount Rushmore. Rushmore yeah. It's a recent Rushmore. Yeah. The recent Rushmore yeah, of the greatest. Uh, Husker quarterbacks of all time. Since 1998. Yes. So, Eric Crouch. Yes. Uh, Taylor Martinez. Yes. Uh, um, Tommy Armstrong. Tommy Armstrong yeah. And uh, Zach, Zach Taylor. Taylor. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I got no problem with that. Joe Gans is honorable mentionally good. Yes. And is, I, that I, and is that a word? Is that a word? Big fan. <laughs> big fan of Joe Gans. And yeah. I can see that. And I, I, just, yeah. I like the way you, you gave me a lot of detail. Yeah. And I think about those times because I am a Jasker for sure. Yeah. And... Um, I think we're right, bro. I think we got it right. Okay. Hey, let us know what you think. Who do yeah, you definitely. think is on the Mount Rushmore of um, the uh, modern-day Husker quarterback? Yeah, the recent Rushmore. So you're talking about 1998 and forward. Next week, I think we'll do we'll go to defensive side. Yeah. I, and we're going to figure out the yeah. defensive line. That'll be tight. So one is locked in, just yeah. like this one is. Yes. One's locked in for sure. Yeah. And then you got to figure out the other three spots. I think in every single position you can have At one. At least one. Yeah, because I know locked. linebacker, one's going to yep. be locked in for sure. Exactly. I think the secondary, yeah. actually got two guys that may be locked in for yeah. sure. But we'll, we'll figure that, that out. Because that guy in Dominican suit. That guy happens to be on there. <laughs> there do, <you> we go. <laughs> know, do we know, Phil, who's on the show next week? Do we know? Just a heads up. We don't know yet. We ain't right, working so on it. I'm going to say it's a I was going to say, coming up next week, yeah. we don't know. But we do know it'll be a good show. Yeah, we got we sure. got a lot coming up for you. Yeah. Matter of fact, you know, the Volleyball Federation is starting here. Yeah. We're going to do some stuff with them. That's going to be yeah. great. I know we're going to yeah. have some Huskers, yeah. Husker football players next on the week, show maybe as well. maybe I'll talk about I've been going by some of Creighton practices. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We'll get into that because I want to go by as well. For sure. They leave the door open for us. You yeah. Know? Kind of like Motel 6. Yeah. They leave the light <laughs> on for you. Uh, again, thank you to everyone who's a part of this. Killer Pipe from coming in. Yeah. Dad bringing him my in. My guy, Matt. You know, that's, that's my, Matt that's my boy. Matt running the camera. That's my boy. Our executive producer, Phil yeah, McClain. Yeah. 
and the king. No. <laughs> Val Elvis, yeah. the king as well. All of that as well. <laughs> thank you to Omaha Steaks. Always a great time. Yeah. Always a great gift to give Omaha Steaks. And thank you to Let It Fly Sports Bar. Come on out. Get yourself a drink. Watch a game. Get some great food as well. Yes. And uh, as always, take us away, Josh. Yeah, we finally back. It's your boy Josh Jones with my man Michael Zavier. You know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show. <laughs>